Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Hello, it's Christy Lee here and welcome to episode number 91 of the People Powered Business Podcast. I hope that you are having a fabulous day wherever you're listening to this podcast, whether you're out for a walk, driving in the car, catching it at your desk. Um, I do hope you're having a fabulous day. We are hurtling towards Christmas at the time this podcast episode is going live. And I don't know about you, but... uh, I've definitely got some work to do to be prepared for that season. Um, I had I was chatting to uh, some other businesswomen just last week, and one of them said, "I feel like Christmas has snuck up on us this year." And I I feel like we're kind of saying that every year, which is a, a little bit funny. But I feel like because you know we um, are both based in New South Wales. I said, we just come out of lockdown. We're just not ready for a a whole nother season yet. So I think that's part of why we are suddenly all rushing around like crazy people, uh, hoping to get our deliveries on time and getting ready. In our house, we're talking about what we might do for Christmas lunch and thinking about mixing it up this year, uh, which is a little bit, you know, contentious amongst the family. Um, But either way, I'm hoping for nice weather. I'm hoping for some relax and I hope you are too. Now, today's episode is nothing to do with Christmas clothes down or Christmas parties and some of the things we've been talking about in previous weeks. And in fact, I had been preparing to bring you this discussion um, early in the new year because I thought it would be timely. But interestingly, I have had a couple of calls from businesses in this last week, in this last few days, in fact, with this specific challenge. And whilst I had kind of thought in my mind, most people would ride the year out and sort of get on to this next year. Clearly, there are some people who are actively trying to make this transition at the moment, and it is proving challenging. We're talking about transitioning our employees back to an office or a workplace post lockdowns and restrictions. Because, uh, you know, we're being told lockdowns are a thing of the past and we're all getting back to normal, vaccination rates are high, all of that is true. And interestingly, I've had a couple of calls with people that are trying to get this transition happening and really struggling. And one call in particular uh, was from a business owner who has lost a staff member and was, you know, looking to rehire. And I know that this person was hiring just 12 months ago for the same role. And so I inquired as to, uh, you know, what had gone wrong, what the problem was. And she said that the employee chose to leave when she wanted them to come back to the office, when she was no longer going to allow working from home. And I think this is a really, really interesting challenge because guess what? Your employee's been working at home successfully effectively, which they have, they are not necessarily going to be okay with a complete return to the office. Things are not going to go back to how they were. And I think businesses that struggle to get their head around that are really going to be challenged here. So yes, largely we are talking about office-based positions in today's episode, but no matter what kind of business you run, 
you've got some of those roles in the mix. Not all of them, not all jobs can be done from home, of course. But this is a time where a lot of businesses are looking at how work is going to look for them moving forward. And like I said, I thought a lot of people would just write it out and start in January, but no, not from what I'm seeing. People are wanting their their staff back in the office this side of Christmas, which is really interesting timing because if if they're employees with school-aged children, they're about to start going on holidays. That creates a bit of a challenge in terms of care and babysitting and all those kind of things. Um, As we come into Christmas, we tend to want to start winding down rather than putting more pressure on ourselves to get into the office if that's not what we've been doing. So I do find the timing interesting, but nonetheless, clearly that's where some of you are at. So I think it's an important discussion to have. So today we're talking about what things are going to look like returning to work, post all these lockdowns, post all these restrictions, and what we as business owners and employers really need to be conscious and aware of around this, because it isn't going to be a complete backflip to how things were. And if you think that's how it's going to be, I think you might be challenged to retain the best people and to attract new people into your business. Because three key things that I think are really going to play a part in how we transition to this new way of working, I don't want to say back to the old way because I don't think it's going to be the same, but there's going to be three three key themes, I think, that we're going to need to really tune into. One is that our team are going to be calling more of the shots. Two is that there is going to be a period of readjustment. And three is that we are going to need to reestablish some rules and some boundaries and some what on earth is this going to look like? And now I've read all the articles, I'm hearing the experts talk about all the different nuances of the bits and pieces that we're going to need to you know, pay attention to and how things might look and operationally work and all the things. But really for me, I think it comes down to these three themes. So the first theme I mentioned is that employees are going to be calling more of the shots. And I know for some of you, that doesn't immediately fill you with joy. (laughs) That may not make you particularly pleased. And you may even be getting a little angry at me for suggesting that. And I get it. But it's the reality. There's no escaping it. We've spoken on the podcast in recent episodes about this whole concept of the great resignation about the fact that three in five Australian workers are looking to change jobs in the next 12 months, about the startling statistics around the number of job ads versus the number of applicants, things are firmly swayed towards the employees right now. So they will be looking to have a lot more of a say about how things look. And the story I shared about the employer who expected the employee to come straight back to the office as soon as lockdown was over and the employee simply resigned will not be an uncommon story for businesses that choose to go down that path. And I think there's a few things that we need to think about here. The first thing is our employees stuck with us when we didn't know how to work from home. For many of us, we wouldn't have even considered it as an option We had to faff around and figure it out. Our technology may have needed to be sorted out. We may have not got the communication right all the time and certainly not in the beginning. And we know for sure that many, many employees, especially those in professional services, tech, online businesses, they worked a lot of hours over this 
It's not even a year, 18-month, two-year period. They worked a lot of overtime without ever being paid for said overtime. Now, you know, you're paying your staff a great salary. You know, you're not dealing with awards, let's say, in your particular case. There is an expectation, of course, that a professional works some reasonable extra hours, and, and no one would doubt that. But what we've seen in the last 12 months is not a reasonable number of additional hours. It is exorbitant. And not all of it has been directed by you. Some of it has very much been at the employee's own um, discretion, but it's a reality. So your team stuck with you when you had to figure it out, when you didn't have the answers, when we were in a state of fear, concern, worry. They stood by you. They worked the little butts off at home. They got the job done. They proved they could be reliable. They proved they could be productive. For some of them, they were possibly juggling other challenges like homeschooling, like possibly health concerns in their family, like separation from their loved ones. They had all of that laid over the fact that they still showed up and got the work done for you. So there's a little bit of credit in the bank for them that, hold on, I was stuck by you. Why are you not giving me any trust and credit now? Because underlying all this, if you've had employees working from home and it's worked and you suddenly say, nope, five days a week back in the office, the message that sends is, I don't trust you. Because if they've been doing this effectively five days a week from home, there's no need for a five day a week return to the office. I'm not saying there's no need for some return to the office. There's some really valuable things about being all together in a room. Absolutely. But does it need to be five days? guarantee you. I guarantee you that it doesn't. And if you think it does, you're measuring performance based on eyeballing someone rather than the productivity that they're achieving. So there's some credit in the bank for what employees have done for you over the last year or two. The previous arguments you also had about this will never work, it can never work, we can't work from home, we don't have the the right structure, the infrastructure, the technology, whatever the excuse was pre-COVID, If you've made it work through COVID, that excuse is out the window. You can't rely on it anymore. It's proven to be untrue. So the employees have proven that they can work from home. Your argument that they can't doesn't hold. So you can't rely on that. And like I shared, the market favors them right now. They're in demand. And I'm not saying that we should, you know, put our business into some kind of dire situation or bend over backwards or pay double the market. But we do need to bear in mind that it's an employee's market right now. When I say market, job market, you know, applicant pool market. So it favours them. And like any, you know, basics of economy, it's a supply demand issue. When there's not enough jobs out there, we get get to be in control a little more in those times. But when there is, you know, um, plenty of jobs and no employees, the employees get the sway of power, so to speak. And this is normal. This is absolutely normal, guys. This is part of any normal economy. So there will be other times where you get the the upper hand, but right now that's not the world we're in. So if we're not prepared to listen, to have our employees call the shots and to understand that we actually might need to bend a little here, We'll simply have people leave. And that's not what I want for any of you. It takes so much time and energy and resources to get a new employee to the level you want them. 
losing them is a huge cost to your business. So as we think about returning to work, we need to understand that the employees are calling more of the shots. So if they're making propositions about why they should be working from home or can be working from home or why they want to work from home some of the time um, or even all of the time, we need to be prepared to, to listen and to understand and, and you know possibly agree to that. So our, I guess our mindset might need to change in terms of how this is going to look and be prepared for the employees to be a little bit more in the driver's seat. Now, the second theme that I think we, I think we're going to underestimate is that there is going to be a period of readjustment. Our people, just like us, we aren't springs. We aren't a mechanism that simply bounces back when pushed in one direction. We're a little bent out of shape from this whole experience. A massive global crisis, for want of a better word, like a pandemic, is bound to change us. It's bound to change everyone. No one had been through this in their lifetimes before. So although we're fine and most of us may not notice the change, the reality is it is going to have an impact. So just like when the first lockdown hit and suddenly out of the blue, no one was allowed to go to the office to work, there was an initial shock, an initial adjustment where we all had to figure out how this is all going to look and work. It's going to be exactly the same on the return end. So just be gentle with yourself and your team around this. There might be a little bit of trial and error. It might be about um, talking to the team and saying, okay, let's try everyone working the same two days in the office so we can get some cohesiveness. And then it's up to you where you work the rest of the week. And you might find that works. You might be trialing, which I know a lot of businesses are doing, saying you've got to work two days a week in the office, but you choose when and how that looks so that there is some connection to the workplace, some opportunity for face-to-face meetings, because there is absolutely still value in that. But seeing how that works, it might be about giving employees complete flexibility. It might be about saying we all need to be on site for these key events. And beyond that, it's up to you. So really thinking about how this might look and being prepared for a bit of trial and error. So whatever you decide on as you're returning may not be where you land in the weeks, months, and longer periods ahead. So be kind to yourselves and your team around this period of readjustment and understand that it isn't just going to be snap overnight, just straight back to how it was in, in February 2020. It's, it's simply not going to be that simple. And this is a readjustment for both you and them. So just read yourself a little bit, I guess, here. Your team are watching your lead. So if you are in a bit of a state of panic or uncertainty, just read yourself because this is a period of readjustment and it's okay that there's a period of readjustment. There's nothing wrong with that. We just need to recognize it. And the third theme that I think is going to surround our return to post-lockdown workplaces is the fact that we are going to need to reestablish boundaries rules, parameters, expectations, we're going to need to reset and reframe the playing field. And I think this is something we will tend to see people forget to do. Either because, I think it be a few reasons, some business owners and leaders will just assume that because you're very clear on what the parameters are, that your team will also be very clear, which is a 
mistake that you will make because they won't be clear because things have changed. And I think importantly, we need to talk to our people right now, communicate with them. Don't assume that they can read our minds. Don't assume that they're going to want the same things that we do. And don't even assume that they're going to want the same things as each other because members of your team are going to want different things in this return to work. You will definitely have people that cannot wait to be back in the office full time and that working from home, they are well and truly over it. And, you know, this might be true certainly for extroverts that want the team connection, but also just true for people that are sick of the four walls that they've been surrounded in. I know for my husband and I, we both run our businesses from home. And so lockdown was simple enough in terms of we didn't have to change a lot, but we suddenly not so long ago got very, very sick of our four walls and our kids have shared with us that they just want to get out of the house too. Um, They're now back at school, of course, but everyone's just dying for a little change, a little break. A holiday would be wonderful, wouldn't it? So, you know, for you and for your team, some of them are going to be super keen to get back. Others are very comfortable doing what they're doing now and returning to work poses challenges for them. It's challenging because they, you know, maybe there's a commute involved, possibly they've just gotten their routine sorted, you know, with the work from home and it's really working for them. They've got some time back. They enjoy the solace of working from home. Uh, There's a whole lot of reasons that it might be working for them. So whatever that might look like, I think it is important to just reestablish the boundaries. This is a great opportunity for a fresh start. And I would pose it exactly like that to the team. And say, look, things may not be exactly how they were in beginning of 2020, and they certainly aren't going to be how they were for the last two years. So this is a clean slate, a fresh start. Let's design how we want this to look. And I mean, in doing that, of course, don't forget, this is your business and you get to guide the culture and and how you want things to work. But I think really involving your team in what this is going to look like and really clearly communicating those boundaries, especially if you've got this mixed modality of some people in the office, some people from home, a whole range of mixes in there, set some parameters so that everyone's really clear about what's required, what's expected of themselves and of each other. Because you don't want any tension in the team because someone feels like they're doing something better, different to the rest of the team. So just reestablish those boundaries and make them clear. Just be very, very clear about what that looks like. I think they are going to be the three key themes that we see in returning to work. And if we just, I guess, look at how we're going to transition back with the lens of these three themes, we will make better decisions because we'll be clearer about what we're looking at. We will communicate better with our people and we will engage our team better when we look at this transition through these lenses. So to recap, if you're in the process of returning your team to the office from lockdown and you're having some challenges with it, some things to remember. Your employees, your team are going to be calling more of the shots than ever before. And whilst you initially might be frustrated by that, the the sooner you get your head around it and can learn to play that game, the more you're going to be able to work it in a way that works for both you and for them. And so you don't have retention and engagement issues moving forward. This is going to be a period of readjustment. This isn't going to be a set and forget. This is how we're doing it. Nothing's going to change. 
there is going to be some movement, some flex before you sit and decide on actually this is how it's going to work. This is the structure that works for us and all of you are going to be different. And you will need to have a fresh start in re-establishing your boundaries and your parameters and your expectations with your team and really make sure you communicate that clearly and effectively with them. This is a really big discussion and we could go for episodes in detail about all the nuances around this. And as I mentioned, I really had planned to go into this in more detail in the new year, but with the recent inquiries I was getting and the problems that I was seeing business owners face around this, I thought it was time to jump in and start the discussion. So I hope that that has been useful for you today. Now, before I go, I have an invitation for you. If you would love to connect with other business owners, leaders, and managers to chat all things HR, all things business, and your team, I'd love for you to join us over in our free Facebook group, HR Support for Australian Businesses. In that group, you'll find a whole range of other business owners, and we don't take ourselves too seriously. We do have a laugh, and we do share insights into how we're doing things with our own teams. And I do some free training in that group uh, most weeks of the month as well. So if you just search HR Support for Australian Businesses in Facebook groups, you will find us there, or you can go to today's show notes, which is at peoplepoweredbusiness.com, episode number 91, and the link will be right there on that page for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Have a fabulous week, and I can't wait to join you again next week on the People Powered Business Podcast. 